Well, hello, all you daydreaming dingoes out there. Welcome <laughs> to a very special episode of A Little Greener. I got Sarah. <laughs> a podcast all about conservation, sustainability, nature, and apparently good alliterations. Welcome back to our 50th episode Woo! ever. Woo! <laughs> And about a year from when we started this podcast. So we're we're hitting some milestones. Uh, I'm Casey. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined by the lovely Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey. So yeah, you you y'all are listening on a, a fun week. We're just gonna have some fun chatting about the podcast today because we do have those celebrations. We're also very tired. So, so Casey, tired. your your choice of dingo was well wonderful. I'm not really sure why it means. <laughs> So, uh, so bear with us folks. Um, but yeah, so we, it is our 50th episode, which is a milestone in and of itself. And we are right about at the year mark. So I looked it up, Casey, I think as best as I could tell from the files that are on my computer, we recorded our first episode on March 9th, 2021, 2021. Yes. We, Casey and I had had some planning. I can't even remember how long we talked about it. Maybe a month or two. Yeah. Maybe some month or two. And then we were like, we're going to give ourselves a buffer period. Yes. So that way if we skip some episodes, we can just like make it up and immediately burn through that buffer period. <laughs> Not immediately, but pretty, we did, pretty soon. <laughs> we did burn through our buffer. So we no longer do that behind the scenes on the podcast. We record the week that it's released, we, we have, we record a few days in advance, but, but we just go week by week. But so we, we started recording on March 9th. We released our first episode officially on April 1st. It actually came out on March 31st so that we could troubleshoot we needed getting to, <laughs> to all of the platforms. So, so we're right about, so we weren't really sure where exactly to celebrate that year anniversary, but it's our podcast. We can do what we want. So we just split the difference. It's right now. And here we are <laughs> celebrating our one year anniversary of A Little Greener. So we asked you all for some feedback over the past week. I've been kind of reflecting on the podcast. So we're just going to be chatting a little bit about where we've come from and where we hope to go this episode. Uh, Casey, before I get to the question, I do have a question before we jump into our main discussion. Happy spring. Thank you. It's officially spring, which I know means you are very busy. I'm super busy. And I feel like a tree just took a branch and punched <laughs> me in the face with allergies. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Double up on all my meds. Yeah. I but, uh, but about that. nothing has made me happier in the last couple months than like sunshine on my face and seeing little flower buds start to crop up and get mm -hmm. ready to to spring. So I'm, yes. I'm quite pleased about that. Casey's excited for nature-y podcast appropriate spring things. I'm excited because it is March madness and it's still <laughs> hockey season and it's tennis season. So that's partially why I'm tired is these sporting events don't sit well with my current work sleep schedule, but nonetheless, I'm excited for the spring weather and all of the things I'm hopefully going to a plant sale this week. So Yay. yeah. So that's fun. It's also apparently world forest day today. 
which oh. I only found out about 30 minutes ago. So happy, happy World, World Forest Day. Day. <laughs> and it's our anniversary celebration. So Casey, my question for you, as we think about the future of a little greener, we'll talk about more realistic things in our discussion. But if you could blue sky dream selection, who would you want to have as a guest on an episode of A Little Greener? Ooh, there's so many good options. I out mean, there. we've already had Kristen and Andrew, so we've already got the cream of the crop. We've got the like, cream of the crop. <laughs> Everything from there on is downhill. But aside from them, they are wonderful. Um, so I, I kind of approached this question in a couple different ways, like one of which is like, who would I love to talk to? Mm-hmm. And um, one of those people would obviously be David Attenborough. Um, I think he's just also, I, I just want to listen to him talk. <laughs> exactly. I would just be like, and please go. Um, <laughs> but I will say with David Attenborough, his adventures and thoughts on nature have been really well documented already. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know that I would like maybe learn as much as I might from another host. So I have a lot of ones in mind, but the first one that actually popped into mind is I heard him speak at an association of zoos and aquariums conference, Dr. Ian Singleton. Oh yeah. Who works with Sumatran orangutans on all sorts of adventures where he's like, his organization has helped not only rehabilitate and release orangutans. They also have a sanctuary to home to orangutans. And they've also helped identify places where palm oil companies have lit things on fire in the forest while there's a moratorium on palm oil expansion. And there's just so much to tackle there that I want to learn all about how this works. Cause he kind of tackles every portion of what I like about conservation, where there's like direct action involved in the community, involved with the animals as well as the policy. So I'm going to go with Dr. Ian Singleton. That's a good one. And I should have, I really asked this question because I was just curious. I wanted to know who you would say, and I should have, I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't think of that for you. Of course I should have, I should have gone orangutan. orangutan. Uh, But that's, yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, Mine one of them I mentioned whenever we we talked about who our conservation heroes were, um, Dr. M. Sanjin, who mm-hmm. is the CEO of Conservation International. So go big or go home, right? Right. And I similarly, I've just when I've heard him speak and never in person, but when I've watched videos of him speaking, I just I like the way that he approaches things. I just I like his attitude and I think he's very personable and conveys things in an accessible manner, which is as a conservation educator, something that I really appreciate, especially from one as sort of high up in the field of, I want to say sort of corporate conservation, even though that sounds weird. Yeah. I think international is like technically a nonprofit, but it's like it is the most like multinational conglomerate, like yeah, corporate-esque conservation organization in in a good way. Yeah. And I yeah. think, so I think he's done a lot of cool things. I think he's an intelligent guy and knows a lot, but he just, he comes off as very approachable and I just really enjoy that. So I'd like to talk to him. And the other one is 
a woman that I only came across relatively recently, but she's been around for a while, Dr. Catherine Hayhoe, and I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. That's how it's spelled, um, H-A-Y-H-O-E, but she is a climate scientist. She's a professor at I believe Texas Tech. And then I just learned from her Twitter account that she is also the chief scientist at uh, Nature Conservancy. But she is also a Christian. And with that being something that's important to me and something that these two things often for some reason that I don't understand or enjoy get pitted against each other. So here she is, is very open about both of these things. And I would just, and, and again, from the things that I've watched and heard her talk, she's very approachable and uh, easy to listen to and comes across really well. So I would love to pick her brain. So dreams. Dreams. And also we are hoping to explore some more guest options. So listen for those in the future, future guests. If you didn't hear your name, you're in my brain right now. You're, <laughs> you're not nearly as a, you're not forgotten about I just uh, wanted to talk about Dr. Ian Singleton a little bit and maybe just put it out into the ether so that maybe these people are like, huh, you were mentioned in this podcast. And I'm yeah. like, huh, I'd be into that. We're just manifesting. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. All right. So more to come. We're going to get more into what we've accomplished so far this year, what we'd like to accomplish in the future of the podcast. And, and just to, if you're thinking like, oh, well, this is going to be a recap, it's going to be a recap, but also we're going to be looking to the future. And I hope that you'll listen to it if you're especially a frequent listener, but even if you're a new listener, just to see like, what are these people thinking that this is going to, and what ideas am I coming up with that I can put into this as well? Because this is really a collaborative podcast through our audience and with us creating this community. So um, we want to hear from you too. So listen to what we're talking about and then email us, message us, tag us in your story or comments. All right. So stick around and we'll be right back. All right. Welcome to our one year celebration of a little greener. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Casey and I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know what you were expecting, Casey. And we we talked about this like before we started, we really wanted to commit to this and do it. There is no way on earth if I hadn't done this with you that I would still be doing this after a year. It, well, one, it's a lot of work, <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> if you're out there being like, I mean, maybe if you have one of those podcasts where you just shoot the breeze with somebody, it's not so much work. And then you just post it or whatever, but we try and like do a decent amount of research ahead of time. And Sarah does an amazing job spending a lot of time editing the episodes so that we sound better than we do in real life on them and <laughs> taking out some of our pauses and all of our little filler words. It's mostly mine. <laughs> whatever. She spends a lot of time doing that. So it, it, it's a, it's a very time intensive thing. I don't like doing little meticulous tasks, like editing things. So I'm very grateful for your um, volunteering to do that. 
Well, you are just a wealth of knowledge and I, I always love hearing your perspective on things. So I just, I'm really thankful to be able to do this with a partner. And I'm so thankful for folks who have come along on the ride. We had, you know, great support from our friends and family in the beginning. And now, you know, we've, it's been so fun watching our stats and seeing whenever a new state or a new country listens in. So we've, we've really enjoyed that and hope to, to continue. How do you feel, Casey, being one year into this? So we talked about the, the work, which was kind of surprising to me just exactly how much time and effort it was going to take each week. But just in general, whether this is something conservation related or something podcast technical related, is there anything that's been a surprise to you? Is there anything like, how do you feel you've changed or have, what have you learned from doing this podcast? Well, I think it's worth pointing out that when you and I started, we worked at the same place in Indiana and we both really loved aspects of our job, but felt like there was maybe a piece missing that you don't necessarily have the same sort of freedom to choose your topics Mm -hmm. or your format when you're working for a larger institution. And we wanted to have a little bit more freedom to, in some ways, be more aggressive with our conservation messaging, in other ways, be in longer format. And a year out, neither of us live in Indiana. (laughs) Um, And I have mostly left the field of conservation education. And we've talked about how this is a, in a lot of ways, a calling for people who are involved in it. If you talk to a conservation educator at the, at a park or nature organization of any sort, and they're not like dying to tell you everything about (laughs) what they're talking to, they must be having a really bad day because typically that's sort of how you feel about it. And now that I'm not working in the field, like it does feel like a little piece of me is missing. Um, and not that I can't incorporate lots of what I know and what I love into my current job, but having a mission-based job was one of the most rewarding things to me. It's something that has always been important to me. And this podcast has helped me stay connected to that mission and feel like I can still do something that I love, love, love so much. Um, but taking away some of the things that were draining my energy and, and stopping me from being able to continue in the way that I, I was at that point. This, so this has really tied me to it. I think that things have surprised me other than it being a lot of work is, uh, is all the different topics that I didn't know that I would be into necessarily that I got like really excited about once I started researching them. So I think those are the things that have helped me learn. I don't know that I have anything to add to that. I feel 100% exactly the same way. And I don't think that I knew how much I was going to appreciate the conservation education aspect when we started. And I mean, obviously at the time I was still working as a conservation educator, but even when I left my last job, I didn't think that I would quote unquote need this as much as I feel like I do right now, but I really do. I love still being tied to conservation education and I love the yes, it's the, it's the choice of topics. It's the longer format. It's the really getting to talk about the why behind things. I mean, you could look up any 
article online about being eco-friendly and, you know, people will tell you to recycle or to, you know, turn off the lights when you leave a room or to use less water. Like you can find that stuff anywhere. And so I think being able to have conversations like this, be able to do this together to really kind of try to figure out how to relate things to people and get a little a little more in depth has been really challenging and fun also so yeah i wholeheartedly echo all of your thoughts for sure i feel like when i was working like specifically in the field it was almost like you had to be one of those articles that were like mm-hmm. here's like five things you can right. do because that's you've got two the, minutes yeah you've got two minutes maybe 10 percent of people are actually trying to learn something not that they won't learn something but like are actually engaging and maybe want to do something and so you have to pick like the most accessible yeah. the most easy to understand the least controversial way of approaching things and this allows us to be like no let's look at the nuances let's yeah. talk about the levels yeah. that we can and reach. don't get me wrong I think that's important and I think it can oh, be and done I loved it. or I wouldn't, yes. yeah, I wouldn't have been in the field for as long. I definitely, I, I, it is, it is much needed, but I really love getting to, to do this expansion as well. And then, yeah, the, the topics as well. I, that's one of the things that I was worried about when we started this podcast is, well, I'm going to have like three episodes that I know that I want to do, I I have topics for, and then I'm going to struggle so hard (laughs) uh, to feel like I can talk about anything. Uh, And I still struggle sometimes with the the feeling like I know enough to have a good conversation on on certain topics, but I, I just feel like they keep popping up you know, every, every week I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do on my next one. And then the next day something will happen. And I'm like, oh, this would be a great podcast episode. Uh, So that's been really fun too. And I think a good challenge for me personally to try to think outside the box a little bit and, and challenge myself to, to learn some new things. So it's been good. And, and kind of on that note of topics, favorite episode, Do you have a favorite episode that we've done? I have a couple. I think still my favorite episode is actually, I think the one that has the most listens right now, which is sustainable forestry. And that was actually one of our first episodes that we did. And it was one of those ones that like, I was like, I know exactly what I want to do, but over the course, maybe it's because I had more time to research it than I do right now, but I learned so much during that. I felt like it covered a lot of things that I like, like, um, the eco certification and sort of the pros and cons of making policy versus having voluntary standards that companies set and how to educate the consumer on what they're actually looking at. And also we talked a little bit about the Lorax. So all Mm -hmm. of those things I really, really liked, but I knew I would like that one. I was surprised how much I liked electric cars. Like the future yeah. of cars, I think is that one because I don't like cars very much. Like I, I mean, I obviously use them. I enjoy the freedom that they afford. I know almost nothing about actual cars and that one I got really into. And I think it's because it was a very positive episode. Like some yeah. of the ones we're doing and be like, oh, the ice caps are melting and I don't really have anything good to say about it. But <laughs> this one, it was like electric vehicles. <laughs> There's good things happening. It's almost definitely going to happen. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Those are some good ones. I 
so here's the thing about me. We, I, so I edit these podcasts after I edit them. I never, ever listen to them again Yeah, because <laughs> I just get very self-conscious about such things. So I don't think it would be good for me, but as we've also discussed many a time, I don't remember things. So I'm <laughs> having to like scroll through yeah. our episode list. Um, I, I still feel like which I sort of, I thought this was where you were going to go. Even before sustainable forestry, we had our backyard birds episode and we referenced back to that one a lot. I really enjoyed that one just because I think it's something a lot of people can relate to. It was a a very positive one. I thought that you had some really good practical things that we discussed in there. And it was the first time because those first couple episodes I was very anxious. Like I was very nervous. I got nervous about recording. I feel like we were still kind of trying to find our footing and find our flow and all of those things. And that third episode was the first one where I was like, I feel like that went a little smoother. Like I felt (laughs) like there was a little bit of a, of a bump up in our recording, I think. Well, I think it was one of the first ones where we felt like we're having a conversation yeah. And that we both were excited and knew what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I also really, one of the recent ones I really liked is the composting one that you did. I yes. felt like I learned a lot on that one and you presented it in a way where I felt like it was more accessible. And I think that that might've been the one that we got the best engagement on, on like people actually taking either the lesson from the composting or sharing with us all of their composting things. So that felt like the audience felt really passionate about that. Yeah. And we do love that. And yeah, I did, I did enjoy that one obviously because that is sort of has become my big conservation thing for this year. It's something that I'd wanted to do and and now I'm doing. So that is a direct impact on me from doing this podcast is what finally got me to to take the plunge into composting. So I liked doing both of those as well. I also really liked the hope in conservation one and even our, our second one, which I'm a little bit sad that it came so early because I think, you know, I, I, I don't know that it came across as well as I wanted it to, but I feel like that for me is so essential to everything that we talk about. So I like the topic of that one. Hey, if you're listening, write this down. If you haven't listened yet, (laughs) (laughs) now you've got our recommended playlist, but there's, I mean, there are so many, I'm just scrolling back through the titles and we've had so much fun. I really enjoyed recording our holiday ones. Yeah. Those were fun. Having Andrew on was great. We're talking about his work in Madagascar. So yeah, there've, there've been a lot of episodes that I think both I enjoyed because of the content and and learning things myself through them and episodes where we just, it was a fun recording experience too. Yeah. I'm, it's been enjoyable (laughs) most of the time. A lot of times you and I come off our episodes being like, that didn't go very well. But (laughs) then when I listen back to it, I'm like, no, that was fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) There's things to listen to, listen for and learn from, but I'm always, almost always really happy with how it ends up coming out on the back end. I think that's partially a testament to your quick editing skills, but also, um, I think we're just better at it than maybe our confidences are telling us. And I, I also do like, as I'm looking back through these episodes and our topics is that they can always come around again. You know, I'm sure Mm -hmm. that we will have more episodes that involve just spending time 
in nature. So we can always get another crack at ones that, yes, you know, so it's nice. So I alluded to this a little bit with the composting episode, but one of the things that we asked listeners about last week, which we can kind of touch on some of the responses there is how this podcast has impacted them. So what have, have you changed something that you've done or the way that you've thought about something or anything like that? So I'll ask you that same question. How do you feel like you've been impacted by this podcast? Has it changed anything that you've done in any way? Well, it's definitely made me um, think more about a lot of different aspects. Not that I, I didn't think a lot about these things to begin with, but even more in depth and kind of interrogating each of these sustainable actions a little bit more. So for example, this doesn't exactly apply to our podcast, but reusable bags, Mm -hmm. for example, using a cotton tote isn't necessarily the most eco-friendly thing, even though it feels like the most eco-friendly thing. And each of my conservation actions now, I try and think of it that way. Like, is this the best form? Am I taking for granted things that you might see in those episodes, like recycling or what things do I need to explore a little bit more in depth? So it's made me a little bit even more of a critical thinker about aspects of either nature or how we interact with it or uh, sustainable actions in general. So I've had to be creative with some of my thought processes. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, I like that. And I do, I think I would agree to some extent. I am just more thoughtful about things. I think, I think that is just a fallout from, you know, we try to have these discussions and research our topics. And I try to, as I'm preparing for an episode, think about objections somebody might have or not even objections, but just what, what are the alternate points of view here? And what are the cons of this? If I'm saying, you know, here's what I think is the most environmentally friendly thing. What, what are still the bad things about that? Because I'm sure they're there. So it has made me just more thoughtful about everything. I also feel like, I mean, composting is the big thing for me, like the big action that I've done. I think this is both from the podcast and both just indirectly from getting to spend more time with you through the podcast. We've talked about that. I've been more thoughtful about what's going on in local politics and things like that from in terms of an environmental standpoint. So I think awareness and by virtue of our challenges, just having little actions scattered here and there. And that is, you know, we got a few responses to that question on our social media. And I feel like that holds true with what our listeners have said too, that just being more mindful, being more aware, noticing things in nature that they didn't notice before. And honestly, like that makes me really happy (laughs) because yeah, I think that is the basis for all of it. And we are never going to do anything if we don't notice and aren't aware and don't feel connected um, in some way. And then you know, on top of that, they are mentioning little things like trying to use less plastic, um, recycling more sustainable toilet paper. It's somebody mentioned too. So I'm really appreciative. Thanks to everybody who shared. And even if you didn't share, if you've, if you've come along with us and taken some of those actions, or if we've made you 
more aware of the nature around you. It's that's, that's what we're here for. And we really appreciate it. Then we have succeeded in our mission podcast over. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting rid of us. (laughs) So I'm happy to hear the impact that we've had for at least a few folks. And even if it is just a few folks, that's, that's worth it. I've definitely felt inspired by the podcast. We did also ask folks what they want to hear about. We always, always want to know that. So don't think that just if you didn't answer this question in the last week that you can't, please reach out to us whenever, wherever, if you are struck by something that you would like to hear about on the podcast. But Casey, what are some things that you're interested in exploring over the next year, say, on the podcast? Um, I want to talk, well, you and I have both talked about an energy series. Yes. Looking at different types of maybe both sustainable and non-sustainable energy sources to just look at what's out there. Right. That's one of the biggest impacts on climate change is how we use energy to heat our houses and run our computers that we're currently operating on. Um, so I'm excited about doing something like that. I, have had a couple ideas popping around. Obviously I'm going to do gardening. I promise. I can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, and then I also want to talk about, I think ethical pet ownership. I want to get into a little bit more. I love ethics. I know some people think that's super boring. I think it's (laughs) just very interesting to think about what are the ethical ramifications of different things. So I want to talk about like ethical pet ownership and, perspectives on things like that. So that those are the ones personally running through my head. Uh, yeah, definitely the energy one for me to, I don't even know offhand, right? See, like I said, I'll, I'll be out of ideas momentarily. And then, yes. you know, I'll be laying in bed in the middle of the night, whatever. And I'll be like, Ooh, I need to write down <laughs> this podcast idea. So yeah, definitely energy. I also did, like, I really enjoyed doing the episode on bats. I feel like oh, yeah. I would like to do some other species specific episodes and kind of zero in on different animals. I think that would be fun or plants. We, we haven't done a whole mm-hmm. lot on plants yet. So we think that'd be a good one. I've also really enjoyed when we've done location-based episodes. So we just recently highlighted Ukraine, of course, and uh, I highlighted my home state, but I think it would be kind of fun to do some virtual world traveling and highlight wildlife and conservation around the globe. So I also bought a textbook on palm oil. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So How we're did gonna we do forget it. to mention palm oil? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. It might be multiple episodes because there's a lot to cover there, but I did buy a textbook. On it, so. Of course you did. so I'm going to, well, I saw it at Burns and Noble and was like, okay, I, this feels written for me specifically. <laughs> I love it. So we're going to do that. I, I did get some feedback on things that people are interested in. One of those was ethical bird watching or wildlife tourism, mm-hmm. which I think is something that we've sort of touched on yeah. peripherally, but never actually like hit the nail on the head and gone for it. So yeah, let's definitely talk about that because that, there's lots to cover in that. Yeah, for sure. So all kinds of fun things to come. Again, we'll share all of our contact information at the end of the episode. So you can submit ideas anytime if you would like. So as we kind of c- close out here on our little celebratory episode here, what is, what's been your sort of happiest 
podcast moment or your, your proudest moment with podcast? So I'll go with maybe proudest first. The Cheetah Conservation Fund shared one of our episodes where we had our friend Kristen on and we did some, uh, I, I interviewed her about the work the Cheetah Conservation Fund did. And so it's pretty cool that an organization that that is that big shared an episode of the podcast. But I will say the happiest moments are honestly when like a friend texts me, my friend, Sean, yes. like I was telling him that, uh, I, you know, was doing this podcast and he, I texted him happy birthday. He was like, Oh, thanks. I love the podcast by the way. And like, I don't know if there's any purer form of friendship than listening to someone else's podcast and telling them that you liked it. Whenever yeah. my cousin Bennett is like, Oh yeah, I listened to that one. It just brings me special joy. So no matter if you're a personal friend or, or if you're someone who's reached out on Instagram and said, I really liked this. I hope you'll cover that. Like that's all just really exciting as a, someone who's putting a lot of work into something that we don't get paid for or anything else <laughs> like that. Like really you doing the actions and telling us that you like what we're doing is the only compensation <laughs> that, uh, that we need. Right. So that's, uh, that's the happiest that I've been. It's when people reach out. Yeah. Gosh, I need to stop having you answer these questions first. Everything that you said, but I agree. And I, in fact, feel like that's maybe the happiest and the proudest is when we get any sort of response of, oh, hey, yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing this now, or I, I like, I liked the episode or I've changed this or I did this. It just, because again, that's why we're here. So when we ask for reviews or shares or for you to give feedback, we're not looking for publicity or <laughs> we're not looking for, I don't want to be famous. <laughs> I don't know anybody who like, yeah, I want to be a celebrity. Let me start a conservation podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the avenue anyone would go, but it really, it really is like we want to, to do this together. And so it does make me feel, and, and I just, I don't know, I enjoy being useful too, I guess maybe is the other side of this. So selfishly, I do like to be useful, useful. So whenever somebody says they got something from the podcast, that brings me a lot of joy. And I also, honestly, Casey, I'm just really proud again to be doing this a year later and to have kept it going and, uh, and all of that. So it's been a good year and, you know, we do want to keep going and we do want to keep growing. So we talked about some topics that we might have coming up over the, the next year. Do you have any other goals, Casey, for the podcast, whether that's for you personally through the podcast or for a little greener as a whole? I think like you said, the, I like being useful. I think that like, that's really maybe the thesis of my life. <laughs> I like doing something that is good with a capital G, like not just like quality wise, but like morally helpful, yeah. <laughs> helpful, something that can improve the planet. And yeah, when we're looking for a bigger audience, we aren't necessarily looking for like publicity or uh, I joke about sponsorship all the time when we mention somebody's brand, um, because like I said, we don't get compensated, but also it's not so Listen, much if Ben that. and Jerry's wanted to give exactly. us free ice cream, I wouldn't, I'd be no. so down that would power me through an episode. And I would tell you about it every podcast, but <laughs> really like growing your audience for this podcast really has to do with reaching more people with a message that we all need to be a little bit greener, a little greener. I should be branded a little greener. And, uh, 
and, and that it's easy, that there's a lot of different ways that we can accomplish it. No matter what your interests are, the environment touches the interest in some sort of way, whether it's you like hiking or you like video games, all of this connects. We are all part of the same planet and we have a responsibility to help out, but that also responsibility doesn't have to be painful and it doesn't have to be boring. And so hopefully we're able to give you lots of easy dynamic it's sometimes challenging ways to improve and hopefully we can keep reaching more people as we do this. What about you, Sarah? What do you hope to achieve? I mean, I do have a couple of just personal goals yeah. related to the podcast too. I think, you know, this gives me, like I said, I want to sort of challenge my own creativity and my own self-confidence and, you know, keep working on improving my interpretive skills as well. I also hope to be working a little bit more on sort of graphic design side of things. I'd love to start being able to make some images or infographics that we can associate with some of our episodes and put those out there. We were thinking about maybe associating some blog type posts with some of our episodes as well. So that's, I guess, both a personal thing that I would like to work on, but also something that hopefully will help enhance the podcast a little more. I think we both, you you mentioned this earlier, we do want to continue having guests on the podcast. So I think increasing our guest hosts or guest interviewees on the podcast, I think is something I hope to see more of in the next year. I also feel like I want to work on my challenges in the coming year. I (laughs) really like the challenge aspect. I like that we have these weekly challenges and I know that's feedback that we've gotten as well from a couple of folks who've, who've said that's a thing that they really like to have these little accessible challenges. I think I've gotten a little bit lazy on making my challenges and more often than not, I will have challenges that are things that I already do. <laughs> and therefore, I don't have to do anything uh, that week. So I want to be, and sometimes it's hard, you know, for, I think yeah. about last week's episode where I was talking about feed, feeding wildlife. That's not a thing that I struggle with, right? So, but could I, you know, how could I be more mindful? You know, was there something else I could have done with a challenge in that way? So I think I want to be a little more thoughtful about my challenges to make sure that they are actually challenges. And I think I need to continue to hold myself a little bit more accountable to actually doing them too. And that is not to say that everybody has to do a challenge every week. I don't want to get on it like that, but I feel like I've hit a streak where I've just stopped doing them. (laughs) And there's, there's usually reasons, but I do want to try to prioritize them a little more for myself personally. Uh, yeah, I've had the uh, distinct memory of us being like, yeah, and we're going to give challenges and we'll post when we do our challenges and we want you to as well. And I am asking you to do more than I am doing right now. So yeah, I agree. I also need to get back on that. I, I really like the challenge aspect because I really do think like talking about nature is great. Talking about conservation is great, but unless you're doing something like talking only gets you so far. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. <laughs> and I, and, and part of that is making time yes. to do some of them because sometimes it is literally like, go visit a local park, go do this. And I've found lots of excuses not to do it because I'm tired and because I, I work full time and not that those aren't good excuses, but they're going to be excuses that I have forever until I retire or die. <laughs> so I need to find out, figure out a way to do these things while also being a human being in America. And so hopefully, yes, we can both accomplish that together. Yes. All right, Casey, that's all I got. Any, any, we'll get to our wrap up in a minute. Any last thoughts before we get there on the 50th episode of a little greener? Hey, if you're listening right now, thank you. We love you. Uh, like I said, that's the thing that makes me happy. And it is just when somebody's like, oh, I really liked this episode. So uh, you can send us those. Or if you have another podcast, you're like, honestly, I bet you they feel the same way. So you should also support your friends, tell people you like what they're doing while they're still doing it. Cause it's really encouraging. And, and we appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy lives to listen to us. So thanks for doing that. Shall we just wrap it up there? Let's I just feel do like it. that Let's was a not good edit you anymore. <laughs> I, yeah, we'll save save futures there as an editing work. So yes, I will echo that again. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm gonna special shout out to my mom, my Aunt Louise, my cousin Daniel. Y'all are so wonderful and supportive. And I mean, so, so many family and friends, but I the the three of you have been just you've participated a lot and I really appreciate you guys. So uh, thanks to everybody who has been listening. If you do want to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook. We are a little greener podcast. We are at a little greener pod on Instagram. We are at a greener podcast on Twitter and you can email us at a little greener podcast at gmail.com. I know that we just said that we were going to work on our challenges, but there are no challenges for this week because it's a party and we are celebrating. Yeah. So, <laughs> so enjoy that. If you feel like challenging yourself, I don't know. You can go back and listen to, <laughs> to your favorite episode. I mean, I guess like that is the challenge. The challenge is like, hey, reach out and tell us what else you want from us. Because listen, we're nothing without our community. Like this doesn't work if it's just Sarah and I talking into the void. So we want to know what you like. We want to know what what things you're responding to or things that you have things to add to because you could hear your own words talked about on a podcast <laughs> because we want to hear your perspective and share it. So uh, yeah, that's, that would be the only minor challenge that is ongoing always, but we love you. Thank you. Let's party. I would talk into the void with you anyway, Casey, Oh, but I'm glad we don't have to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very quickly. This is also because we've moved away from each other. I know. This is one of the happy things that I like about this podcast is I get to see you. I get to talk to you and being friends as an adult is hard. It is and hard. I am a bad texter and I am bad at setting times aside. All my other friends who are listening to this can attest to that. So, so once a week I get to talk to Sarah for like an hour. And so talk great. about something we like. And that's great. And everyone else has to like, they'll be like, oh, wait, it's your podcasting night, right? And I'm like, correct. <laughs> I am busy. <laughs> so, which is great. I like it. Like, yes. I like having that schedule. Yes, I agree. And I will say both of us got on this video call like, oh, I'm tired this week. <laughs> and now I feel very happy and refreshed and yes. all of that. So it's been good. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, everyone, for listening. 
you all are the best. We appreciate you. And here's to, here's to year two. Have a great week, everyone. Stay safe out there. Bye.